0: Hello, I'm Aaron Klein, current executive audio producer at the Tufts Daily, and while I'm currently residing on the Daily staff, there are many members who serve with me, and many members who have come before me. Those members, present and past, are here to share their stories with you. This is my Daily Story. For today's segment, reporter Ari Novetta sat down with Megan Shostak. So Megan, can you tell me a little intro with your name and I guess pronouns and what you've been on The Daily and what you've done?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, My name is Megan Shostak. I use she, her, hers pronouns. I have been involved with The Daily since my first year, the spring of my first year. And I started off actually as a features columnist and then became an arts editor the following semester um, or an assistant arts editor, excuse me. Then became an arts editor. My junior fall, I was the executive arts editor. My junior spring, I was the editor-in-chief, and now I am an arts editor once again.
0: Thank you. Yeah, we we love a features columnist. Do you think you'll ever go back to feats?
1: I mean, it's my last semester here, so unfortunately, (laughs) um, I don't have too much time to be a columnist again, but I loved the features section. Um, The long-form stuff was kind of where I found, that's where I found my start in, in the daily and my love for writing
0: for it. What was your column about?
1: Um, so it was a classical music column. It was called Listomania, which is... It's a little nod to a song that I really like by the band Phoenix. That I think they're a French rock band. And the word Listomania is um, a phenomenon that was described during Franz Liszt's prime as a pianist back in the 19th century. And Listomania described the... Um, the feeling that fans of Liszt would have when they would see him. So women primarily would would see would see Liszt in concert and be trying to grab locks of his hair and trying to touch him, just sort of like how the Beatlemania phenomenon um, rippled through the U.S. back in the 60s, which I think is kind of funny that you have that same phenomenon with this classical pianist. Um, so yeah, the column was all about um, classical music history, and which it was probably more suited for the art section, but I guess the historical component of it made it a little featsy,
0: incredible. I'm gonna go reread those all now,
1: oh, they're so fun,
0: yeah, do you have any uh daily stories you want to share with us?
1: Yeah, um, I think that my origin story of the daily is actually kind of funny. Um I remember this very vividly for some reason, like I really shouldn't remember it because it's such an insignificant moment, it seems like, but I guess it became really significant later, but a friend and I were studying in Tish one day, and we had been studying for a long time, had just kind of been burnt out of the day, and we saw that there was a GIM happening. This was our freshman spring. Um, we saw that there was a GIM happening for the daily, and we were like, you know what? We both need a study break. We're going to go to this GIM. Like, It's just going to be something to distract us from, from our homework for a little bit. And we went. I was like, this sounds kind of cool. I'll write my name down because I wanted to be polite. And... I ended up um, writing my name down for the feats section and for the art section. And it's just kind of crazy for me to think that within two years I was running the whole thing. And that was such a, like a spur of the moment. Had I never gone to that GIM, I never would have found out about this organization.
0: Wow, that's crazy. I feel like you are definitely not alone in, oh, having, sure. in having that start. Yeah, it is kind of crazy how quickly you can rise through the ranks in the daily without even realizing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I never did journalism in high school. I wasn't involved with my student paper at all. Um, And I know that a lot of people on the daily were, which is awesome. I kind of wish I had gotten involved earlier, but it's also a testament to you don't have to be involved with your high school student paper. A lot of high schools don't even have a student paper. So um, if you don't have that experience, it's it's not a necessary condition for being involved with the daily or for doing a lot with the daily.
0: Did your, did your friend do anything with the daily?
1: So he remained on the E list for um, for every single semester since then and mm. wrote a column last semester, actually. I was so proud of him.
0: That's excellent. That's a very Tufts experience to stay a on. tough
1: experience sc- to say. It was such a tough experience. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm still on E lists that I accidentally signed up for freshman full. Same. That I've never once attended.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a senior and I have still. I'm just too nervous to send oh, out the please never, remove me email. Never
0: going to unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any, I don't know, particular memories from being in the office or your time as EIC?
1: I mean, there's definitely a lot of just little memories that I look back upon really fondly. Um, nights in the office were always late. I'm a morning person. Being in the office until 2 a.m. every night was really brutal for me. Um, and I think that my M boarders can um they can attest to that by the time the night was getting getting late i would get so tired but it was it was always a really positive experience there were bumps in the road of course but nothing that was nothing that felt like we couldn't handle it if that makes sense um we we had a really like cohesive group of people that that just worked together really well and i was really proud of that something that i think about a lot is that i am a really shy person i'm not somebody who usually um, find themselves find themselves in a um, in a position with a lot of eyes on them, I tend to avoid stuff like that. So being EIC of the daily was definitely not within my comfort zone. There were so many eyes on me at all times and so many people that were depending on me, but also that were looking to me for advice, um, as well as my fellow Mboarders. I think that any exec or board position on the daily kind of has this go along with it, but EIC to in a slightly different manner. It was just so out of my comfort zone that I was able to learn so much more than I thought that I was going to, because I had never done anything like it before. Um, And I don't think that most people had, but it was, I I learned things just about, about leadership, about voicing opinions, about voicing concerns, and being able to work through those concerns with the people that you are depending on with that managing board, that executive board. It was also really great to get to know I mean like young writers like like yourself that semester um, because I had so recently been in that same position there there were pieces that I would see from like from a young writer who I particularly liked and as editor-in-chief I would sort of abuse my power and say I'm I am um, editing this piece tonight um if it was from somebody who I was like this person has a lot of potential or I love this person's writing that was always really fun we were very Democratic with assigning pieces to one another. We let everybody kind of choose pieces that they wanted to to edit on any given night, but I always liked getting a piece that I was really excited about.
0: Yeah, well, there have to be some perks to the job. Oh, absolutely. All right, I guess last thing is, uh, is there anything in particular you're looking to get out of your last semester here at The Daily or anything you want to try?
1: Yeah, so the semester of COVID, so in spring of 2020... I had this really, really cool interview lined up with the Boston Symphony Orchestra. There was a visiting conductor, I forgot his name, and I had been in contact with the press people. I had, um, the previous semester and the year before, I had written a couple reviews of the BSO concerts, which I had always really enjoyed and gotten press tickets to those, so I had a contact. And this woman had set me up with this guest conductor who was conducting William Grant Still's Afro-American Symphony, which is one of my favorite works of classical music. It's one of my favorite symphonies. Um, and I was so beyond excited to talk to this conductor about this work. And unfortunately, COVID hit and I wasn't able to do that interview um, or go to the concert or anything. The whole thing was canceled, which was crushing for for me as an interviewer, but also I'm sure for so many people who were so excited to go to this concert. So this semester, I'm really hoping to reach back out to the BSO press people and say, hey. I had this lined up. Is there anybody who I can potentially interview? I think that would be so fun.
0: That would be very cool. I I hope to see that in print at some point.
1: Thank you. I do too.
0: I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add.
1: I think the daily has just been such a point of growth in my Tufts career. F- my first year at Tufts, I was definitely so focused on academics and grades and everything felt like it was defined by what my GPA was and what my transcript looked like, but I never really thought that the thing I was going to learn the most from was something that wasn't defined by a grade in any way. It was it was this, absolutely.
0: Well, thank you for sharing.
1: Of course, thank you.
0: Yeah, it's great to talk to you.
1: Always a pleasure.